All right. All right. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, wherever you are in the world. My name is Bison, aka Bison Trades, and we are back with another episode of Rare Fud Radio, episode number 38, talking a little bit about the year and what a wild ride it's been. Uh, we're going to be talking about the year in review. We're going to be talking about 2023 forecasts. We're going to be talking about mints. We had like three good mints that have happened over the past 24, 48 hours since our last episode and uh, a ton to cover. So uh, joining me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Brother Dorian. Dorian, how you doing today, my man? Yo, what's going on, everybody? Super excited to be here. You know, as I always say, every day is a holiday, and I'm ready to kick it off going into the new year, man. We got uh, not only Joe, but a very special guest here today that I'm excited uh, who's on Rare Fud for the first time. So, yeah, man, ready to get after it. That's right. And then, of course, we got old Deuce. Joe Soul, how you doing, my man? Hey, we living today, baby. We live. We live in action. Oh, Simi, Dr. Man. Joe today? Let's go. Let's go. You can all see, right. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Office is in shambles. I'm about to tear out all this wood paneling, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good oh, time. Dude. I know how that goes. We ended up just painting ours white, so I know how that uh, struggle goes. We just kind of looked at it and said, you know what? This looks pretty good white and uh, turned out all right, but paneling's no joke, man, so good luck with that task. Um, joining us for the first time. One of the good friends of the show, one of our favorite content creators over on Twitter, um, one of the co-hosts of No Fluff Radio over there, No Fluff Entertainment, Salami Mommy. How you doing, Salami Mommy, Mr. Soul Sniper himself? Boys, how are we doing? Yo, Long time listener, first time caller. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, we, we usually cut it up in the... Uh, the old no fluff space, which happens every single day, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Got to give the boys a shout out with Lou, Benny Threads, and Salami Mommy over there. Um, if you guys haven't listened, go ahead and check it out. This is a, one of the best conversational spaces over there. You got a little bit of entertainment, a little bit of alpha, a lot of headlines. We always talk about it. And uh, man, it's nice to have you on our show as well. Salami Mommy, how are you doing, man? How are you feeling about this market? What's going on right now? I am doing surprisingly really well. Like, you know, don't look at the price of soul. <laughs> Outside of that, things are great. Like, I'm the night this past week. That's how I know there's a lot of movement in the markets. I'm waking up at four in the morning to look at prices. There's just stuff going on, man. We're, we're seeing, you know, there's some bad stuff on the soul side, but there's a lot of good stuff on the NFT side lately. So um, it's been fun. I, I'd rather have this happen where we go down. And then at least they're still going sideways and it's just death by boredom. So, you know what? I'm trying to make the best of a bad situation. I'm having more fun this week than I think I've ever had in NFTs in a long time. Yeah, dude, there has been a ton of movement. Um, we're certainly going to go over it. We always do our market overview. For those new to the show, welcome in. Um, you can follow us on YouTube or subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter. Make sure you are checking in with the podcast platform as well. We do try to make it as easy as possible to catch all of the sweet, sweet content, um, whether it's on your drive into work, whether you do have the time and you want to get away from work and watch the stream live. We try to make it easy for you. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the market overview. We do have 400K Solana volume still cooking right now. Everybody says, you know what, single digit soul, might as well spend it. We got a lot of spenders right now. We have about 7,000 buyers, which is nice to see. Um, we are still the second 
uh, biggest blockchain by buyers by volume um, for NFTs. So you love to see it. This is look, we are down 96% from our all time highs. I think we might even be 97 now. We are at $8.89 salami. Like that is that is down horrendous. Yet we are still cooking over here. So, you know, I, I always say that compared to the 2017-2018 sort of uh, bear start of the bear where everybody just absolutely exited and people are still sticking around and buying NFTs. NFTs are still what makes a bear market fun. And uh, as you can see by the volume, people tend to agree. So want to kick it over to you guys. Let's go Dorian, then Salami, then Joe. Dorian, how are you feeling about the market right now? What's going on? Man, I'm, I'm uh, all things considered with Soul's price action, man. I'm feeling pretty good about the market. Like, uh, as Salami said, NFTs are still cooking, like, it's, which is surprising because usually on these uh, pullbacks and price of Solana, we usually see things turn kind of bearish in NFTs, but that's not the case this time. It all kicked it off with the NFT5 meta, then DGods exiting the ecosystem, made a lot of projects start announcing uh, things to – Push towards that number one spot. We got Tile Pilots minting today, but Immortals is also cooking as well. So yeah, man, it's a lot of activity. But it's not even on the only on the NFT side. It's also on the meme coin side. Bonk has been printing for me at least, uh, depending on where you purchase it at. I was fortunate enough to get an airdrop of a sizable portion, and I brought some early just because of uh, who's backing the project. And man, I've been you know bonking it up over here <laughs> right dude bonk we will certainly talk about bonk because man it has absolutely ripped it made solana fun again um mm -hmm. hey, salami how are you doing over there sm dude great you guys talked about it like bonk man it's fun this is what we needed mm -hmm. we needed like mm -hmm. something like this to make nfts fun again make crypto fun again who really cares if price going up or not just make like interesting something to watch something to trade about that's that's all we can ask for and um it's just been fun it's just been fun doing that and uh, and i hope that kind of continues into the start of uh, of next year we're seeing a ton of unique like buyers come in that we haven't seen in a while so there's a tension here still and there's volume here so yeah so those are good signs i yeah. like that it, it's it's healthy yeah, it does. It does feel like a super healthy market, honestly. Like I, I'm having a lot of fun, still making trades, still seeing things go up. I think you know, with a lot of the shakeup that you know, the wake of D Gods and Utes announcing they're leaving the, the Solana blockchain, it just felt like this is the time. Everybody's scrambling to position themselves to take that top spot whenever they do leave. Um, we got memes for days between Bonk and everything like that. We have um, you know these projects that are trying to make the jump up into blue chip which we kind of talked about on last episode. And some of them are already making monumental moves. So, um, Joe, kick it over to you, my man. What's going on? How are you feeling over there? Yeah, man, I'm feeling good. I'm the most excited I've been in this market for a long time, you know, um, just because it's been fun again. You know, it's been projects pumping. Regardless, like, sole price has completely left my, my brain under 14. I just don't even think about it. Don't look at it. I'm just trading NFTs to stack and compound. So literally, it doesn't bother me that souls down at this point. I'm just trading the volatility. And you can still make profits if you like put in a fresh portion. Like, okay, here's $100 now of Solana. And you start trading that. That's fresh profits, right? Like, it doesn't have to go crazy. So that's kind of where I'm at. A little fresh money in the game, playing with some SPL tokens right now. Um, and then just trying to actively take profits on that just to keep me engaged. I have my web too, obviously. This isn't my only source of income so this is kind of my getaway i used to play a lot of video games and stuff so instead of that i gamify my my finance now same here dog <laughs> yeah this is this is the video game i know we say that mm -hmm. a lot but um it's true that it is 
I'm like, I get the same amount of rush and stuff from the, like, you know, I used to play uh, a good bit of Hearthstone and some more strategy games and stuff like that. Like this is strategy, you know, you're, you're mm -hmm. analyzing stuff, you're taking in what's happening in the market and you're kind of making your positions or moves within this game accordingly. And that it's fun, you know, like <laughs> Solana's down terribly. Um, I, I am hoping, I am praying that we hold kind of like that, uh, high sevens low eights um because it looks like it's heading there pretty quickly if we don't uh it is pretty much clear skies to the ground basically um to three dollars and eighty cents to four dollars and fifty cents i mean those are the two levels i would look at um i hope we don't get there yeah. uh, you know i think the one time that's different this time around with solana versus ethereum back in in 2018 when you know a lot of fortunes were made that 80 dollar eth moment where it rose to prominence. I think the big difference is the state of the market and the fact that um, I, I did not expect SBF to actually be active in the market, yeah. which he is, I mean, he is definitely coordinating. This is uh, not really organic price action. And he, you can tell that there is definitely market dumping uh, past a lot of supports that we should have seen hold up pretty, pretty well, but a lot of net selling happening in the market. Mm -hmm. um, it, it will be curious to see. We are like not financial advice, guys. I mean, the chances of us absolutely absolutely collapsing is just so minimal because this uh, ecosystem is so alive. The builders are here, um, and it just goes to that moment that we are going to see how much tech matters because um, the whole reason Bonk was made is because Solana's tokenomics suck. Um, the distribution of Solana sucked. I mean, I went to VCs and a bunch of other investors and backers. Um, inflation is too high you know we have vesting schedules that are unlocking on top of the fact that it's compounded with um we started out at about eight percent i think inflation it kind of curves down our target inflation is two percent but it's not going to happen for a while and that's why bonk was made i mean it was kind of a meme coin like let's make some fun in the market but also at the same time like they i know the people who are backing it are frustrated with solana they're looking at it like we have all the tech in the world it's so efficient as a blockchain and it's down 97%. And you can see why it's the tokenomics. So we'll see if that prevails. I don't know what narrative pulls us out of here, but I certainly know that buying right now, which I have already done and I plan to continue to do so, will probably prove to be either very profitable or a miserable decision. We'll find out. Yeah. We'll find out in the next year or so. Doug, I'm like, I'm right there with you. Like I, I we were talking before we got on stream, but I don't think people factor in risk management a lot or like risk reward comparisons a lot. Let's say you put in a thousand dollars, sub $10 at Seoul. <clears throat> Literally the worst thing that can happen is you lose a thousand dollars. But if you're right and Seoul breaks all time highs again, that's a 20 X from this point. So you're looking at potentially 20 K from investing thousand dollars. I think my math is correct. Don't quote me on that, but <laughs> regardless, it's still a 10 X at least from here back to a hundred dollars. And for, that's a risk I'm willing to take in my in my opinion. And I think that's what happens with people a lot in NFTs and even Bonk. It's like Bonk came out immediately after. People are like, oh, it's a meme coin. It's a meme coin. I'm not touching this. Why not touch it, dog? You're literally, people sold off. It's literally the lowest it's probably ever going to go because it's a brand new token. Why not throw 50 to $100 in there to see what happens? So I think people rely too much on what, Twitter timeline says or what their influencers they're following instead of just thinking logically about these things and really comparing risk reward returns. 
Yeah, I mean it, it's true, dude. Bonk, Bonk's crazy. Um, let's let's go ahead and talk about Bonk because I, I think yeah, it is it is going bonkers. It, uh, if you guys don't know what Bonk is, it was airdrop to NFT holders. It was airdrop to developers, artists. Um, fifty percent of it was withheld for liquidity purposes, uh, mainly going to be filling dexes and everything like that. Um, and it has absolutely taken off. If you guys were around when we talked about it on last episode. Um, it was about, <laughs> I'll call it two Satoshi cents because it's basically dollars to the eighth decimal place. So we're, we're, we're just going to call it sats for right now. Um, it was at two sats. It is now at nine sats. Um, it keeps wanting to push up towards 10 sats. I'm upset because Jupiter aggregator recently announced, uh, limit orders. I was hoping it would fill. It was definitely at, uh, my buys and now it's taking off again and I'm very upset about it. So um, maybe it's just because it's in beta. I don't know. Uh, this is a fun coin, though. This is volatile. This is the fact that there's only a 10 mil market cap coin. And we've seen how powerful memes are. Um, Salami Mommy, how are you doing with Bonk? Are you trading it right now? Are you doing anything in particular with it? Yeah, dude. So I, I love it. There is nothing more fun than something that we all got for free. And that's what I think is just going to make this like such a cool run. Like, I saw it right on Christmas. You know, I was looking, I was checking, I got, I think I had like a, a bonk, I was a bonk billy, a bonk billionaire, you know, just about around that much. And I was like, this is like a couple soul. It's like, yeah, don't get me wrong. I like soul, but at, at under $10 prices, I don't really care about selling for these profits. So I was like, I'm just going to hold on to this. I was like, at least minimum, you know, the guys making this coin, they're not going to let it go right to zero. They probably got something up their sleeves. So I was like, let me see what the, what this can do on the exciting side. So um, I did sell like a bit right after one of the pumps. And then I was like, you know what? I I'm seeing this now. It's actually getting some likes. So I bought back in. I bought in, bought in a little bit more. And it's just been, uh, it's been fun to watch. I'm not going to throw a ton of money into it. But um, like you guys said, like right now, it's just like a meme coin kind of rally when Soul is like having so much issues. It's a fun just kind of experiment because so many people got it for free that like you see that social sentiment that you don't see for a lot of things. Like the, it is a joke where people are like, bonk to a dollar. It's going to go crazy, you know, like this energy that that's what onboarded a lot of people to crypto was your Dogecoin, your Shiba, the ones that, that did that and had these kind of crazy run, run ups. And Dorian, you said it where you're like, you just got to kind of think about it rationally. Like this is irrational. The whole thing's going to be irrational. I think that's what makes it fun and has this opportunity is like, it's going to, there's going to be people that just look in their wallets and go, holy crap, that's, I got 10 soul in here. And, you know, there will probably be people that buy the top of this and, you know, they get burnt on it bad. But if you got this for free, for me, I'm like, this is a fun ride to be on. Uh, worst case scenario, I don't lose anything. Best case, uh, I get to enjoy some fun memes on it. Um, and I just think uh, it's one of those economics of it versus like Samo or something that was here in the past. Totally different kind of thing. And I think this actually will have some sort of, you know, kind of utility or, or do some stuff for Solana. So um, I'm pretty excited for it. I just want to see what they've got cooking up. I know they've been working on this for a while. So so not something to write off at all. Absolutely. Yeah, um, agree. Yeah, it, th this is just, it's fun for a lot of people. We all got like, you were rewarded if you are still here. That's amazing. To me, that is like the one of the best utilities. It's one of the best presents. I feel like that also breeds a little bit of loyalty to it where people are like, you know, I'm not really touching this coin until it makes me a millionaire or goes to zero. I got it for free, you know, like, so you have the people that are holding it. You have the people that are actually filling um, the Orca order book by providing liquidity over there. So you can do it in either the bonk soul pair 
I think is the only one up actually. You can also, you should be able to do it in Bonk USDC as well, but um, I know for a fact you can do it in Bonk Soul. So, uh, you know, the people that are swapping and going in and out, the more liquidity that happens and more swapping that happens, the more money you get for providing this liquidity and you got it for free. So if you had Soul just sitting in your wallet, you also had this Bonk, you can now provide liquidity to this liquidity pool and get these swap fees. Like, dude, people are making passive income on imaginary fund money that got sent to us and airdrop like that is awesome so um bonk is great i'm a big fan of bonk i like the tokenomics behind it they are going to that it is deflationary i think that's one of the big things about it um i want to kick it over to you door real quick about your thoughts on bonk and then we'll go over to joe yeah uh i think bonk is uh it brought uh kind of caught the nft vibe i think it kind of released at a perfect time because we saw this all this life flow in the nft market and that kind of bounced back over to bonk when people were like oh man i got this for holding certain nft specifically cyber samurai i know we got a ton of bonk uh so i'm pretty happy about that and for me it's like i look at bonk as a fun activity it's like people like oh this is going to zero and this is going to zero honestly anybody saying that this is going to zero I kind of counter trade them. I'm like, this thing's going to pump. It's like, those are the same people who are fading dog, Dogecoin. I'm like, while you are correct that this logically should go to zero, it won't. Why? Because as even Salavi said, this Marshall's irrational and it's fun. That's all people care about is just having fun. So I think that uh hopefully i mean optimistically bonk is going to become like the staple meme coin of solana and if it totally's already been retweeting about it if i'm not mistaken and if it does it's viable to catch those narrative doge or doll coin wins overall like shiba inu uh dogecoin whenever elon talks about it to get a dogecoin pump later on in the future and especially during a bull market uh, if this thing hells around, even if it's crabbing for months at a time, Dogecoin slept for what? Crabbing for like 13 years before it finally popped off. So instead of trying to look at that short-term profit, just grab a little moon bag. That could be 100, 200, 300, whatever you can afford, and just let that thing sit. Sometimes it's better not to take that 10x when it can do 100 or 1,000x in the future. Yeah, I especially if your cost basis is nothing, you mm -hmm. know, Um that's always kind of what we trade for, you know, and we talk about it a lot with risk management of you're going for a 2X and hopefully you grab two or three NFTs or something, and then you can sell off one and cover the cost basis of the other. Um, you know, so depending on your multiple, if it goes up 4X, you bought four of them, you can sell one and you're riding the other three for free, you know, and it's always thinking of, of that way for risk management if you have more of a medium term um, time frame like Dorian does, like I do to some extent. But let's kick it over to Joe, our uh, resident trader over here. Joe, have you been having fun with Bonk? Have you been trading it? What's going on over there? Yeah, man. Well, I've definitely been trading it. Um, I was able to get a nice bag um, from an airdrop, obviously. So it's kind of like the it's kind of easy to trade it because your your value proposition's there no matter what, really. As long as it doesn't go to zero dollars, you still were profiting. So I'm kind of just chilling, trying to add to it now. I took some profits around the 11 spot, and I didn't hit the 13 spot, but right before that, like 12 spot. So yeah, I'm actually this nine spot right now, or this seven spot looks pretty good to to re-enter. But yeah, man, it's fun, right? Why not? And like mommy said, there might be some stuff down the line that adds some utility to it, not just being a pump and dump meme coin. There might be some cool stuff coming behind the behind the um. The scene here so yeah we shall we, we shall see we love stuff like this in our ecosystem especially when it's a crab market we need something to keep us going 
Yeah, I mean, look, it, people just need a narrative to uh, kind of ride right now, right? Like, we we do need a little hopium because, man, if you look at the soul chart, it doesn't look good. There is there is no end in sight right now. We don't know how big of a, a chest that Sam is trading with uh, or trading against us, I guess, if you're taking a long position like I did yesterday. Um, I did. <laughs> I called on Twitter. It was way too soon um, as far as generational bottom. I, I knew it, honestly, um, but I do think... If we're looking at the chart, which I can go ahead and share my screen real quick, um, you know, I, I do think that somewhere in this gray box is probably going to be where we end up. If we go down to like 450 to 3.8, I think um, R89 actually said it best where he was talking about, you know, we're getting to a point where some people are going to look at the price of soul who have never used it. And they're going to look at the price and be like, why not? And just buy in, you know, and, and I think. If we get to that level, I'm kind of excited for that level. You know, if we get more people onboarded because they're like, dude, this was 260 at one point. You're telling me I can get in at $3, $4, uh, even $8 right now. Shoot, yeah, why not? You know, I've been around. I've seen Ethereum. I'm, I'm, I'm going to look to buy. And I know a lot of traders are looking more so in this area right here. Um, anywhere from that three mid threes to uh, fives range. And that's when they're planning on buying in and they're looking to buy in in 2023. So, you know, that could be the narrative that we ride into. If you can withstand kind of the the bleed that we're seeing right here, um, then why not? You know, and so I'm I will uh, continue to DCA. Um, I'll continue to trade ranges when I see it uh, fit or anything like that. But um, until then. Bonk is fun. Bonk is in an uptrend. If you look at Solana inverse, that's what a bonk <laughs> chart looks like, bro. That's exactly, that's exactly what we're trading. So, um, bonk is the hedge against Sol, dude. Uh, who would have thought? Too a meme coin is uh, on Solana is actually the hedge against Solana uh, more so than stapling up, and it's way more fun. I, I I don't know about you guys. I never get excited when I go into USDC, but about no. bonk, bonk, ooh, I can make money on <laughs> bonk. So. I see. Uh, Exactly. So I'm, I'm going to keep playing Bonk. Um, we did get another release today. Probably the most hype mint we've seen since Utes. And, and dude, it absolutely ripped. If you got onto the site, they're already um, sitting at 10,494 minted. And we are, of course, talking about Tio Pilots. Tio Pilots is something we have talked about on this channel for a long time. Wasn't sure when it was going to come. And today is the day. Guys, I want your opinion on it. Um, one, have you already minted? Two, what faction did you get? If you guys haven't seen yet, you can go on SoulScan. Mine didn't show up in my wallet immediately, um, but it was a smooth minting experience. I just wish it showed up in my wallet. So I had to go on SoulScan and check my wallet out, um, see the, the transactions. And I did see, I pulled resistance. Let's go. I'm in Manny's faction. You'll love to see it, but um, kind of want to get your opinions on it. Salami, we'll kick it off with you. Then we'll go with Joe and then Dorian. Yeah, I minted um, super smooth, super easy mint uh, too. Uh, nice work by them. We've had some issues too, I know, with some other launch pads lately. Uh, the same one, I think, twice in, in two weeks. So there was a super easy, super smooth, super quick. Sir. So um, I'm going to have to FUD the resistance. I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to have to FUD them down until we can get an arbitrage up and then I can switch over to them. Then I'll be a massive resistance maxi. But um, no, I'm excited. I am a... Known trader, I am a Costco hot dog flipper. I am a, you know, see, this is one that like I've been looking at for so long. This is a throw it into the wallet. Um, 
probably don't change it too much. Maybe, maybe like trade it for a different one, but like, I just wanted exposure to Tayo. I'm so excited for this. It's, it's coming at like a perfect time. I really think like we're seeing these users come back in these buyers in the market. We're seeing volume, still seeing more upgrade and sold total volume. That's awesome. Um, so I'm just really excited for, for what they can kind of do here um, with Tayo. And I'm excited to see Tom be more active in spaces um, and kind of do that push because I think that to me as a, as a critic of Tayo was always just need more out of you guys. You've just been a little quiet. Maybe you're holding. Um, and I think that they're really going to flip the flip the script on that. So, man, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for this one. I think it, it has some legs here. So so let's see what they got cooking. Yeah, no, you, I look, you're right, Salami. Uh, they could not have timed this better. Um, and it just worked out like that, too. I don't think they were planning on this or anything like that. They might have known. I know the founders do have a a chat um just from you know being with uh stud from remnants where a lot of the founders are in like a telegram group um but yeah uh, <laughs> you could not have timed this better when frank announces that he's leaving uh solana for ethereum and polygon you now get this top spot opening up and what better way to make your stake your claim than launch your first project that isn't a d-rug and this is the first one that tom has had where he got to build it from the ground up. And if that doesn't excite you, um, what he's built with stuff that he was provided, like he did not get to mess with scrap tokenomics. He did not get to mess with the, the Tayo art too much. I know you could change stuff out with scrap and whatnot, but um, this is his first baby. So I'm I'm super excited to see what happens with Tayo Pilots. And I think it'll really form the narrative of what Tayo actually wants to do moving forward. Um, Joe, let's kick it over to you. And then let's go to Dorian. Uh, what are your thoughts on pilots, Joe? I know you got like five lists, dude. I don't, <laughs> I know that's between your oils and your your um, mint passes and everything like that. But what did you get? What's your thoughts on Tyo pilots right now? Yeah, man. So my so my first four were the resistance enforcer. Uh, what else here? Sorry, I can pick this up real quick. Let's see here. Yeah, we got. Well, I don't know why they don't want to come up for me now. Did I get rugged? Nope. Operator, Resistance, Rebel, and Enforcer. Is there four factions? Yeah, you got all four, oh. bro. <laughs> okay. So we're out here, bro. We're out here. No, I'm holding these tightly. I am maybe, full disclosure, flipping one or two, depending to get an infant, because I want pilots, infant, Gen 1, oil. That's my that's my goal is to have the complete set for Tayo, throw them in a ledger, and let Tom rock. Um, same way I look at literally SMB, D Gods, and Cyber Sam now. I've been low key. I just started posting because I've gotten my bag where I want it. But low key, I think that's another squad too. I know we're biased, but all jokes aside, that I've been loaded on. So that's how I'm kind of looking at Tyler too, a ledger play. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Um, I think you're absolutely right. I'm I'm curious to see what they do with it. Door, since you are the the OG Tyo holder, not so anymore, but that's okay. Um, you you flipped it into a uh, SMB, which I I know was a priority for you, so I'm happy mm -hmm. for you. But Thanks, um, pilots, what do you think about pilots? Where are we going with this? Yeah, man. Uh, for pilots, it's it's so crazy because it's like Joe and Salami are taking the opposite approach than I am. I'm I'm like selling mine ASAP, dog. Like, uh, if I wanted an entry into the Tayo ecosystem, I would have still held my Gen One or Infant. Nothing against Tom. I'm like super interested on in seeing what they do but as i voiced before and one of the reasons why i rotated out of tayo is because there's a, a lot of execution risk involved in all the ventures that they're trying to do and it just makes me a little uncomfortable however that doesn't just uh like 
overlook the fact that like people are super excited about tile pilots as they should be it's a super exciting time i love how they have these four different factions competing against each other which forms like sub dows within the overall collection and we've been talking about tile for months we've been talking about tile since people were fighting pilots and like oh this isn't going to do well blah 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 how could we have known everybody was going to be hype about this so i'm looking to exit my position in uh pilots asap so if i can get around 35 to 40 soul that will be great for me and i'm honestly stacking soul right now to either pick up another smb or uh look at another top collection to pick up man um i just feel don't know how long we're going to be in this bear market so just trying to accumulate uh more high valued uh in nothing against io like more i just feel comfortable being an smb right now over the long term and just seeing what happens from there Oh, how the turntables, man. Uh, look at this. Dora is the one who's selling and the traders are holding. What kind of world are we in, dude? We are in the upside down right now. Um, this is this is wild. But I, I mean, that's fair, Dora. If you get a good price on it, then um, so be it. I mean, yeah. sell it. Okay, lock in that profit. I'm just more so curious. You got pilot listed. I'll hold on to it longer than I do most NFTs and just kind of see what happens with it. But um I think the fact that I mentioned resistance was all I needed to know that I am staying within pilots for at least the medium term. So um, we'll see. We'll see if it brings fun to the ecosystem. And I think that's what we're all bullish on right now, especially in a bear market. You just want fun, dude. That's what bonk is. That's what pilots will hopefully be. Um, but nonetheless, dude, infrastructure plays have been cooking. And we got um, two that I think are interesting. One, more so on the gaming side from what I, I understand about the project. And then the other one is uh, more of a social aspect and rewarding holders that are actively participating in their ecosystems. Um, the first one is Immortals. Um, and then the second one is Nomads. Let's start off with Immortals because honestly, flew under the radar for me and these things are cooking. Um, they are uh, they were about a three-soul, four-soul mint. 50% uh, of them were pre-sold, which... That is not bearish news anymore. I know, you know, like if you think about Rakudos where they had the pre-sale, they didn't uh, do the vesting schedule right and everything like that and basically just market dumped all of that that supposedly box supply. Um, now people are getting more aware to the fact that we need a vesting schedule and everything like that. So, um, yeah, let's start with Immortals. I want to kick it over to you, Salami, because I know you were, you were big on Immortals. Uh, and they're doing really well. They're up like 3x, depending on what your whitelist status was. Um, what's the TLDR on them? What do you think about them? Yeah. So I actually didn't have these on my radar. Like the uh, Chatsaman, uh, actually Crypto Wasta, if anyone knows him, he's a pretty, pretty known trader as well. He was super hype on these. And he was uh, saying it a whole bunch. He was like, you know, they have like critters-like pixel art. Um, I don't think the quality is quite as good. But it's, it's still very good for pixel art. And they've done lot of stuff on the one of one side that they've had i think some soul or something so it kind of made sense they've got a live platform as well already before the product launches that's exciting um and like you said they did have i think they have a pre-sale with a three-day lockup too so there was just some interesting stuff going on i was able to get yesterday somehow on the og list i don't know it minted on elixir at three soul and then the button was still just lighted up black you know usually it doles it out after you mint so i clicked on it again meant to the second one and then i was like wait what the hell because it's supposed to be one wallet person i refreshed and then all of a sudden it blacked out the box and then um they were having some issues later with uh, uh with the elixir uh, launch pad which i know we saw as well so two kind of strange things going on there 
But yeah, my cost basis was three. So they unlocked them. It instantly went up to like 10 soul as soon as it got unlocked. So yeah, I floored mine right away. Like uh, it's, I'm gonna, and not that I'm saying I don't like the project. I think it's great. It's already like live. But if you see something that goes three, as, as soon as it releases, it's almost always going to be a retrace, like 95% of the time. So not saying I don't like the project, but I just like a 3X pretty cleanly right there. So I sold out, um, probably going to look to maybe buy back in or play some volume just because I've seen a lot of volume kind of come on those things. It's a way you got pilots coming out um, that'll be trading on secondary later today. You have these, you have We Sleep, I think, coming out. So there's just a lot of stuff. So I'm a little scared with how can all this volume go to different places. So um yeah, I exited a little uh, bit early on those, but I've just seen a lot of people being pretty hype on these. So this is definitely one to keep an eye on. Too, and that three days until the uh, those uh, pre-mints get um, unlocked, maybe could be some uh, some nice movement in, in the next couple days here. Or or if you're looking for a cheaper entry, maybe give it those three days till some of those uh, unlocks come out and then uh, snipe something a little bit lower. So definitely cool to see something go out and on a met price uh, plus they've got a little bit of a low supply to 3.3k um which i love i love 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 anything under like a 5k right now in this market it's just so much easier to move than, than a 10k or something so really cool to see that it's true and i did you hit a, a few things uh, like directly on the head as far as mint price go up that quick after minting is almost always going to be a retrace we've seen some of the more successful longevity projects lately have actually gone under mint price and then they have a slow grind up you know underground society is probably the one that's uh, most known these days but also wise whales. Whales too. i mean yeah wise whales i just sold one uh this morning for 12 soul um yeah. from a five soul mint and i do love it yeah. i love these slow mints right now it's bringing back mm -hmm. like the glory days when not everybody was turned on to uh solana nfts just yet and uh i'm i'm about it dude if we're gonna keep getting these this kind of mint price and mint action I, i'm here for it and i think you know another one that we'll get into in a second is nomads um i think it'll be somewhat of a similar play to ugs and wise whales but um i want to kick it over to you door do you know anything about immortals and are you going to be looking to buy or sell or anything like that yeah you know me uh, man i don't really keep up too much with mints um, I got a uh, Nomads whitelist from uh, SMB, uh, so then I mint in one of those. I can see that it didn't do well. Shows why I don't mint, because anything that I do mint typically doesn't pop off. So I was like, ah, oh, three soul, whatever. But uh, yeah, man, I don't really know too much going on with uh, projects that are coming to mint, just because I don't dabble in that side of the market too much. It's like, if it's around a couple weeks later and I research it and I'm like, okay, this is it, then I'll pick it up. But I don't really mess around with new mints too much. Yeah, I and I know you don't. So mm -hmm. we will we will revisit that hopefully when it is uh you know it has retraced and we all find our entries. But Joe, want to kick it over to you? Did you know anything about Immortals? Because this, this I mean, we haven't talked about it on Rare Fud, which is a very rare thing. Usually, you and I are at least on most of the mints or most of the mints that are going to do well. Um, did you mint this? Did you trade it? Have you heard of it? No, no, I didn't trade this at all. Um... I didn't. I think it's it's pixelated art, right? Yeah, pixelated yeah. art. Pixel art. Yeah, it's pretty good. Is, is it is it like a raid to earn type of deal? Like Ghost Kid, that is it like that? Do you even no? Because I I didn't even see this to be it's, honest. I saw a picture of it. I think like a but... casino type play. I think like okay. some. It's it's in that type of thing with possible rev. Yeah. So yeah, we have like this. I haven't gotten on and used it, but yeah. 
Nice, mommy. Thank you. Yeah, so those catalysts are there for the short-term pump then, huh? I mean, the meta seems like we were talking today on uh, no fluff, and we were saying how, you know, casino mechanisms, they kind of can grab both hype cycles in the bear and the bull, right? Because either in the bull, you got money flying around with your homies, you're out here bidding on stuff, you're, you're taking raffles, you're at the casino, you're playing slots, gambling, whatever. And then the bear, same thing. Your crab market, the people that are still here and normally degen and haven't lost their whole bag, most likely. Some have and they're just very angry. Others are here, crab market, playing playing degen stuff, playing gambling games. So like gambling meta can catch both extremes in bear and in bull. So it's it's it makes sense that they're dropping right now. Yeah. I um I I think the reason I don't want to miss this if it does go back down to a good buying price, it does go back down to mint price is we saw what happened with bull bots. Um which is something that complete like I I completely missed. I I absolutely missed it and that thing ripped, dude. That is one of the best performing assets over the past week or so. And I mean, it went up to 100 soul, man. <laughs> like these things went nuclear. And I think the one thing that uh, dual bots did really well is it's fun mechanics. If you guys looked at some of the videos, I know one of the big guys that are playing right now is Sugar, um, who caught on recently. And Sugar's been around for a while, but um, was one of the big guys who started the the raffle meta almost. I don't want to say started it, but he he started gaming the system really well. He started looking into it and being very successful on that front. Um, and he's like that that kind of max degen sort of guy that is the perfect person to advocate for dual bots. So I think if Immortals does, if it is kind of a casino play or a gambling play, and they find the right people to advocate for their project, then, dude, we could see some massive action in it. And I think these these we saw it in the boredom meta, right? Where gambling, especially when you're at a low cost for soul, you know, people are looking for those degen 100Xs. You know, we're going to start seeing soul crash and stuff start taking off here again yeah. soon. So if we go back into this boredom gambling meta, then this is a play that we should probably be taking an eye at, uh, a, a look at and keep an eye on. So definitely think there's something there. I need to look into it more. Again, flew completely under my radar, but dual bots did too. And we saw what happened with it. So I think this is definitely one that, you know, do your own research, make sure you're, you know, not financial advice or bozos trading JPEGs, as we always say on this show. Um, but definitely one to watch. I think yeah. another one to watch, though, with um, the infrastructure play is going to be uh, Nomads. Uh, Dor, did you have any final thoughts on Immortals before we move on? Yeah, it, it was more on, like, DGN gambling plays. Like, as you and all the other guys were saying, it's like, these ga the gambling meta is always around. Bull or bear. So it's important to, like, get into one of these, I don't want to say sustainable, but one of these projects that you think will be around a while. And usually, like, things like Soul Crash and DJ and Coin Flip aren't going there. So with a variety of different gambling plays you could get, I'm still most bullish on DJ and Fat Cats, man. Uh, just because DJ and Coin Flip is probably the OG gambling uh, project. And DJ and Fat Cats have been steadily gaining in floor price, man. I remember when they first mentioned they started hovering around 10 soul then they uh even around around 15 those things are at 30 soul man <laughs> so they're one of the few nfts that have been like slowly creeping up even as solana's price been going down and if i got to be bullish on any project gambling project long term is dj and fat cats easy yeah i i would uh, dj and fat cats are definitely the safest play probably mm -hmm. if you're going to look at gambling of any sort because i do think they are you know when when somebody says hey i want to gamble the first thing they're going to think of is going to be uh, DJ and coin DJ flip. Coin. So, um, so you're going to always get some sort of steady income from them. 
of some sort because they are, you know, and, and another one that people often overlook is uh, Foxy. Foxy has a, a coin flip as well. So the famous Foxes do. Um, and you can gamble with other SPLs as well. So um, if we are going into a DGEM meta, um, Fox, the, do Foxes have everything covered, man? They they literally have everything covered. They got the token market covered. They got um, raffles covered. They got coin flips covered. Um, they got the Foxy ding. So somewhat of a, a primitive messaging system between wallets uh, until we start getting like dialect up and running um, and more widely adopted, I'd say. They, they got it all, man. So I think the Foxes are always just one of the ones that I think of when I think of an NFT that is um, sustainable in any sort of market, whether it's a bear, a bull, a crab, anything like that. Um, they're the ones that are going to be around for a while. So I don't know. Maybe I have to rethink of <laughs> getting into Foxes or something like that. Um, let's talk about Nomads because I do think this is going to be exactly like um, Wise Whales and UGS. And I think this is going to be one of those slow mints that – they had to cut supply. And I think going back to your point, mommy, um, this was a 10 K collection, which probably was a little too ambitious in this market. There's seven mm -hmm. K buyers, you know? And so you have to always factor that in. This is not a time for 10 K collections. Yep. Um, and I think like you, like you said, I think five K and under is really that sweet spot, which is, I mean, we're going literally back in time to when, um, Solana NFTs, we, we didn't see a 10 K collection. Like everything was 5,000 or less. Um, or around that like five, 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 five mark too. I saw a lot of those, um, back in, you know, let's say before November and before, I mean, D gods was really like the first 10 K yeah. that I saw do really, really well. And obviously we saw where that went, but it's just not a time for 10 K collections. And I think mm -hmm. nomads had to cut, um, their supply by 3000. What they're doing is they're not burning it or anything. It's just going to be held in a treasury wallet, which I'm bullish on. I actually think this is good. They've announced that there's going to be a vesting schedule. It'll be a 90-day lockup minimum on this supply. So, And then what they do with it, whether they open up a liquidity pool on Elixir or anything like that, I would imagine Elixir because they, I think, did they mint on Elixir? I think they did. Um, yeah, they did. And I had a pretty good minting experience. But like you said, Salami, I, Elixir Launchpad has not been too hot lately. They they have kind of fumbled the bag. They did it with Wise Whales and... Um, you know, it, it, there has been some hiccups over there. So that's definitely yeah. something to watch. I know we're all big Ovals fans over here, but um, yeah, I, if they continue to have launchpad issues, that might be something to uh, check in on. But I, I do think, I, listen, TH has been around in this ecosystem for a while. He's got the Boogle. Um, he will always have the Boogle backing over there just because he's a great guy and good for this ecosystem. Mm -hmm. If it's one thing I've learned, it's bet on people that are net positives for this ecosystem. We saw it with Wise Whales and Dave. We saw it with UGAS and that whole team between Jacob, um, Light, and Searcher and the, the rest of the team. I just think this is a play that, look, you can probably get it under mint. I will be completely forthright with you. We saw it between the other two mints that we mentioned. You will get it under mint most likely, so that three soul uh, price level. And then we'll start seeing a slow grind up when people start seeing like, oh man, this is this is something new. It's unique. You have social rewards for these that can be integrated. There's an art studio that's going to be involved with it. And I think it's a really fun play. I want to get your thoughts on it, Salami. Then we'll go over to Door and then Joe. Um, I love these. I really, really do um, like these plays where it is. I think a tough thing for projects is they try to force utility that isn't needed. And we see that a lot in this space because people always say, hey, what's the utility of this project? Why would I be buying in? But there's projects 
and we sell the exact same thing with wise whales where it's not the sexy play it's not that's going to come out of the gate 5x and you know get the community super hype about it but you're seeing it right now with wise whales they had a really slow mint out and then they're up at i think i saw them at 15 so last night they're getting swept and i'm kind of holding on to mine because i don't want anyone else to have access to the platform because that's how good it is and that's what i think some of these utility plays are short attention spans we don't do our research we don't we aren't able to keep up with everything because there's a lot going on so until you see the utility later and you're like, whoa, these people already have something live. It's already working. This is how cool it is. Um, then, it, then it really kind of starts to get the, uh, you know, that, that rep and it, and it pumps and people are buying in later. So um, I, I am totally cool with a utility play, having a slow mint out, getting that organic amount of people that understand the product and they like it um, getting in there. And I think you guys are spot on with, with this Nomads thing. Um, it's going to be a, a slow burn but um, they got some cool stuff cooking up. A good, and I think it's going to be one to watch too. As well, we we have talked about it too. There's a lot going on this week, so you have you know people just after Christmas kind of sometimes can be a little bit quiet between here and the New Year's. Then you had pilots, you had immortals, you had some of these other big mints that are going to steal a lot of that liquidity. Um, so they're going to fly under the radar. Look at and you know maybe get some cheaper entries on some of these, and then when people see what they've got cooking, um, they'll come. Uh, back later and be buying it for a premium so I'm, I'm interested to see what they can do um but like you said I, i'm not scared of these slow mint outs like it used to be a death sentence now i don't think it is especially for utility plays but i would say got to be a little bit more cautious than some of these supplies uh th these high supplies just make it very daunting from a mint side if you go there and you see that it's 10 percent minted out and there's 10k supply that's a lot of buyers you have to come to the um get to the market to get it to mint out when there are smaller supplies even if it is a smaller percentage, you just need less buyers. And like we said, there's less than 10K buyers. We're almost up to 9K unique buyers today, though, which is awesome. But um, it, it's just tough to get that many people um, in out some of these projects. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. It, it's it's incredibly tough. And again, I, I think we'll just see a reversion back to that that sub 5K. I mean, we saw Immortals do really well at 3,000 supply, you know, and I think a lot of projects will probably look at that and be like, huh maybe I should cut supply. I mean, wise whales cut their supply to 1250 and that was kind of on part to elixirs fumbling of their mint. Um, also, you know, nomads is, is doing the same thing, kind of in a, a lock supply, not a burn supply. I kind of wish they would cut supply. Um, but I also know what they're building. They're going to need a budget for, and they're just assuming, Hey, we'll get that cash flow later when we hit our price target. So it's a 90 day lockup. And then, um, they'll they'll uh, adjust their strategy of offloading based on price targets hit, which I love. I then they're holders. You know, I've always said, yep. you are a holder of the project. As a project owner, they are more incentivized than any sort of royalties because floor price go up. That's good for their treasury. So, um, you know, we'll see it play out, and I'm I'm excited to see if that's the sustainable model going forward. If we can't fix royalties, um, maybe this is the new play, and I'm excited to see how it all goes out. Um, Door, I want to kick it yeah. over to you. What are your thoughts on Nomads? Have you looked into what they're building over there? Uh, so I do want to, before we hop on to Nomads, I do want to hit on what you and Sami talking about, like collection sizes in this market. I really think it kind of depends on what you're releasing. If you're more of a utility play, I think it's important to probably limit your supply in this market. You're not really trying to pump out like 10K PFPs. Like that, I think that's a bit of a stretch. Uh, but also, with like as we've seen pilots today, 
um, they're at 12.5K, but also there's nuance to that because they were a smaller community that needed to grow bigger. So uh, if you're like already established and doing something like Pilot's doing, I think it's you're in a better position to do a larger supply. Well, like if you're coming to the market now with a utility uh, a utility play, you probably try to limit the collection size. Like, uh, and I do agree with what's going to happen with Nomads. That just seems to be the trend right now. It's like we see these uh, utility play collections not either not fully mint out or barely mint out fall below mint and then rip post mint two weeks when people begin to utilize their platform so the same thing could go out with nomads uh we see the platform rollout people start to use it and then people become bullish from the project yeah yeah absolutely um i am really i'm i'm curious to see how it all plays out because i do think they're building uh some cool stuff over there. I mean, what they they have, I, I kind of like the art style. If you see it in the, the threads and stuff they have built out, it, it does look fun. It looks more like one-of-one art to me um, in a sense of it has br brush strokes. And um, I don't know. It looks cool to me. Joe, I want to kick it over to you. Have you looked into Nomads at all before we proceed with our 2022 recap and 23 forecast? Hey, no, I have not looked into them, but I am bullish on NFTs as a key. Just a utility key, right? You can slap some R if you want. But I'm also good with it just being a key, right? Like, for example, Soul Sniper, right? We got Mommy here. Legit, like, right? With their bot service where with trait rarity that you can add and the heat map and then one hour time for, like, everything they offer. If you made a NFT that was just a utility, you held it in your wallet, you get subscription-based forever, right? And they turn into a subscription-based model, something of that. I'm into that. I really am. Making my life easier if it's a utility and I can pay five to twenty dollars a month and that correlated to maybe like a two hundred dollar spot price on that nft and it's stuck in my wallet yeah man my, my value proposition is all the way there but i think you have to be careful and it's a tight line or a tight rope to walk because certain utilities are just not needed they're just not needed i'm sorry like dj news like they were trying to pull 250k out of the ecosystem bro y'all just are an aggregator of tweets like i get it that's cool i'm not knocking it it's a hustle but you, you know there's it there's Lime, lemons and limes and apples and oranges and, and all of them have the right you know fructose levels but some are higher and lower than others so you get what i'm saying some are sweeter some are sour but so my my, my opinion i think utility plays are really cool but it depends if it's really needed and is it geared toward the consumer and not just you know your thought process of like what someone would want are you really in the ecosystem do you really know what people are using as your fingerprint on the on the heart heartbeat of the market and if not then i think you have to be careful with utility plays utility play founders have to be here and they got to know what's going on yep <clears throat> it's true and that i mean i think that's one of the reasons that i've always liked the utility plays of the recent ones we've seen is because the people do show up every single day and they do trade this market so um yeah. you know i know th is involved i know light searcher and um jake over with ugs were involved and i know with wise whales dave was involved i mean he was showing up on spaces and everything like that so i think you're right joe you definitely have to look out for that kind of stuff and you're not going to know if you are trying to um kind of get involved in that that utility play if they're involved if you're not involved uh that sounded like a tongue twister but let's go ahead and talk about 2022 uh well this has been a tumultuous year guys we we have rode some highs we have rode some lows um and it's been wild. I kind of want to kick it over to you guys, and we'll we'll make this somewhat short and sweet. But if you are thinking of 2022 Solana NFTs, what was the standout moment for you in your highs and lows? Um, 
let's kick it over to you know what I'll I'll go ahead and start first. If I were to think about it, um, I definitely think when I was kind of uh, plotting out how much passive income I can make was probably a top signal on a lot of my plays. You know, I was I was doing uh, Excel spreadsheets and stuff on on Remnant Camp and how much I could earn there, and you know, like oh, if I transfer it to Soul. You know, I could be making like 200 bucks a day. If I was, <laughs> I'd say step in was another one that I bought into the Ponzi. And I, 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 I wasn't nearly as, as balls deep as some of these other people in the space, but man, buying into step in and be like, dude, I can make like 20 bucks a day. Just walking. That's an extra like 600 bucks every month. Are you kidding me? That's fun money right there. Let's go. Uh, Solana NFTs aren't dying. And subsequently they did. So I think, I think that was definitely like, um, the peak signal for me, I'd say, uh, as far as like the most fun I've had was probably remnant. I'm, I've just been with remnants for the past year and, and I have not stopped looting for the most part. There's a time where the game got a little too complicated and I was like, this is, this isn't fun anymore guys. But, um, you know, I, I just remember being in discord, seeing how active it was. It still is, but not nearly as much as it was at the beginning of the year when souls like $200, um, Man, the vibes you got from Discord. Discord used to be fun, man. It's not anymore. I don't know what happened there. Probably the fact that Solana's down to $8 from 260 But uh, nonetheless, I've just had a blast in 2022, um, even with just how down bad Soul is right now. Still having fun. Still knowing that if we rebound, I have absolutely positioned myself for an incredible 2023, 2024 most likely, um, and onward. So I think for me, that was kind of what epitomizes 2022 for me. Um, let's kick it over to you, Dor. What's some highs and lows for you? And what's some what's a moment that you think of in 2022 that just like is the capstone for you? Yeah, uh, so I, overall, man, I've had a great year in 2022. Even with the price of Solana dropping, like a lot of people don't know, but before I got in NFTs, like your boy was down bad. Like I'm talking about struggling. Like I have more money now than with my portfolio being down than I've ever had before. So like it's been an amazing year for me. Uh, all else things considered, some of the highlights this year was like just me like growing in Cyber Samurai. Like I just started off as a community member there and just working my way up to being the chief operations officer there is pretty incredible. Like you inviting me to a rare fud was a highlight for me is because I was grinding on Twitter for a while just trying to grow my audience and it's like not even remotely huge, but I do appreciate like when you reached out to me to work with you and Joe, I was like, oh crap, like I guess I am doing something right. So that was cool. Like. And even uh, I think one of the biggest achievements was just me purchasing my uh, monkey this year. Like, oh, man, it's like I've been looking at SMB since the beginning. Like just that much like we know the USD value fluctuated, but that's still a pretty high soul value, man, that a lot of people don't uh, that can't afford to have that much liquidity locked for a long period without needing to take out loans or do anything crazy with it. So like being able to like pick up a monkey was a pretty huge accomplishment for me, man. So over 2022 has been awesome a uh, year so far. And like things are picking up on the YouTube side and Twitter side of rare FUD. And I'm like, oh man, I'm pretty bullish on us going forward in the future. Absolutely. It has been fun. And dude, I mean, rare FUD has been kind of the highlight of my week every single week where I just get to come on and talk about NFTs, throw the web two job aside for a little bit throw away the the normal gotta pay bills and stuff and just talk nfts with the boys it has been fun um joe want to kick it over to you and then we'll end with salami mommy what's some things you thought of in 22 2022 what were some of the highlights and the lows yeah man so high, highlights were 
So Lowe's were first getting in the market back October, November and getting rubbed on like Senshi Samurai and like these other projects that were 20, 30 sold and sold was damn near 200 bucks. Um, and you know, I got rugged on a lot of stuff, like the stuff that I just had no idea, right? Wild Wild West, we talked about it before. Highlights were finally finding the niche and, and realizing how the market moved and the hype cycles, you know, and some of my big wins that propelled me. At one point between Tayo, between, you know, Remnants, I was in Remnants very hard. Um, between d guys, between all these places, like Bison was saying, I was making six to $900 a day passive income. And as a trader, I was, I mean, blessed enough to just take profits. I was swapping everything in USDC all the way down to $80, right? So I was able to really capture opportunity costs from all my NFTs and then sell them for, for soul as well. So I was, I, that was my highlight. Um, and low points were, yeah, just, you know, the rugs that I endured. I, I lost a lot of soul, like probably almost 3,000 soul in my whole career off just getting rugged and bad plays and like, you know, I don't talk about losses a lot, guys, but there was times where I was 8K down in the hole and stuff, you know, and like, man, I got to make it back. So it's not all glory here, but I am blessed to have found people like you, networking opportunities, real life friends that we've made and like, you know, really have changed a portion of my life for the, for the better. So I'm very thankful for that. Yeah, it's been fun, man. Yeah. I, it has been a great year. Um, SM, let's kick it over to you. How was your year? What are some highs and lows? And kind of a, a capstone of, of what you epitomize as the 2022 Solana year. Yeah, man, it has been an absolutely insane year. Um, I I really kicked it kind of full-time crypto-ish to start this year. Or had like another Twitter account where I was kind of running. And then I didn't even start this account until May. I literally completely fresh in like Solana NFT Twitter space with, with this account mid-May. And I remember like two months in or a month in, I was like, I'm going to go full time by the end of this year. I'm going to somehow make this happen. And little did I know that like less than three months later, I would be leaving my full time Web2 job that was like pretty comfortable and, and nice to be able to do that to go full time in, in Web3 and work, work with Soul Sniper. So a uh, crazy transition for me um, on that end, uh, just not something I truly expected. Um, and it's really changed my my life quite a bit um, in that ways, but it's been, it's been awesome. It's been such a fun experience to kind of do um, and actually enjoy like something I've never kind of felt this passion before. And, and that's awesome. And a lot of it is to tribute to like meeting, meeting you guys and doing some stuff with, with no fluff too. Uh, just a bunch of stuff that started as a hobby, literally turned into a, a career. And, and I couldn't actually believe that. So uh, those are definitely the, de those definitely the Lights had some some low lights for sure. Money um, yeah. took some big L's, took some took some really fat trades that that stunk, and I lost a lot of money on. But I think to me, like I, I always knew a bit that we would get to this space, so I was pretty cautious with a lot of it and taking out some profit and being able to just kind of sustain to it. A lot of it's good learning lessons too. Um, so I just try to turn you know those those things that you did and and filter those back in next time. And be like. Like you said, when you were looking at how much money can I make on passive income, same thing around, you know, I'm posting, oh my God, I'm up so much in a group chat. I'm like, yeah, you know what? That's probably a good time to say. <laughs> so there's been a lot with that as well. And I think, uh, hey, we, we're surviving um, when things change. Uh, I think we're going to be a lot more well-equipped for the for the next kind of leg up and, and, and run maybe here in the future. So it was a crazy year to see Seoul go from what it was to what it is now. Um, I'm actually really excited for like the next year. I think uh, we're going to be looking back in, in a year, uh, maybe two years from now and say, hey, remember that time we were on that 
that Space and Soul was literally crashing live and, uh, you know, what we could possibly be at then. So, you know, cautious optimism, but I think I think we're going to be a little bit happier than the Yeah. Yeah. I, <clears throat> with, with 2023, I'm, my hope is that, look, we am looking into the forecast now because, you know, I, we have endured everything, guys. We have, we are now at the end of the year. We have been announced that our top project by volume and market cap is leaving for another blockchain. And oh, by the way, their second project, which is our second largest by market cap, um, is also leaving the blockchain. So we have that. Oh, by the way, SBF, which was pretty much the guy who who led the charge for Solana, is a big old fraud, and now he's market dumping on all of us, which is just fun. So much fun. We have had to endure a lot. Um, fortunately, though, I don't think Solana is going anywhere. We are just uh, it, just the best blockchain in terms of tech. Um, I, like, I I try going to other places. Do I, I? I look at Ethereum. I look at I, I try to look at Polygon. Um, I minted stuff on Tezos and and um, HBAR is pretty cool, but still the primitive. Look, I've been around the block and it just Solana feels like home. You know what I mean? I, I don't think it's going to change in 2023. 20, I will always remove my bag bias and explore other options. I think Ethereum is definitely going to be the play, um, you know, moving forward in terms of bigger soul gains. And I know we all pretty much have um, Iron Paw. Uh, whitelist oh, yeah. our holdings so i'm sure we'll definitely be exploring that over there but um solana's just it's it's going to be where my main focus is going to be until further notice um and who knows so i guess i want to get your opinion on 2023 what do you think the range high will be for the year um as far as solana price goes do you think that we are going to see competition for this L1 status, especially if we keep market dumping from Sam? Thank you so much, SBF. Um, and then um, what kind of meta do you think is going to be the most prominent? Is it going to be passive income? Is it going to be utility? Is it going to be PFP still? Are we going into a gaming meta or anything like that? Um, so a few questions there. Uh, if you need me to recap those, I'm happy to. Let's kick it off with joe first joe what do you think our range high is going to be for solana do we see a threat in the year and then what kind of meta do you think is going to be the most prevalent yeah i'll keep this quick um you know first off you know our our big contender with ethereum was our DeFi, right no one really cared about our tps or our echo chamber um and i think now in order for solana to survive as like a thriving l1 it's going to be the move towards gaming right the Solana phone, like I think gaming really has to really to be at the forefront and it has to prosper here in order to bring that liquidity that we need. Because I don't think we're going to get the, the main liquidity we need um, from normal investors coming playing with DeFi and locking stuff up here and building our TVL. I think it's going to come from gamifying and using using our open source and our, our fast transactions and all that that Solana gives um, in, in the best way possible. So, yeah, I would say that we're definitely definitely have to be careful as an L1 here in our contention in the series, but I think we have enough builders and, and, and market makers, right? If I had a lot of money, I would be looking at Solana right now like I, I was at LTC in 2017, right? That you could, if you realize how much is still being built here, what devs are, what Rust does, and, and, and you can come and really market make this back to $10, 14 22 Like I could see an ecosystem where, where we're bu bu uh, like buzzing again, but I do think gaming has to be at the forefront. Yeah, I, I 
I can see gaming getting somewhat of a narrative there. Um, I got some thoughts on that and I'll share it in a second, but um, door, let's kick it over to you. Um, what do you think about 2023? Oh, Joe, what was your range high? What do you think our range high is going to be for Solana? Uh, man, I, I, I do think we have a possibility that 3340 range. Um, if, if we do rally, I think we, we do have, we see, we can see that 30 to 40 range. Um, yeah. 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 Okay. That's fair. Um, God, I hope that it's would take a couple hundred, you know, three, 400 mil that would put us back three, four spots in the market cap. So like that, that I could see that plausible just thinking market cap wise now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I, um, yeah. Okay. I, I can definitely see that happening. Um, God, I don't know. We just have a, a little bit different dynamic in, in terms of economy and, um, and SBF dumping everything as a large holder yeah. that makes it a little bit different than ETH, but um, Solana has its own black swan. Normally, it's just the crypto market, or normally it's the equities, right? No, it's like no. The SP, the the Solana token itself has had a battle black swan event because the public ties SBF so tightly to Solana. I mean, if you if I would love Easy to go out in the street like he does and ask people if they think SBF started Solana or not, because I guarantee most people would say yes. <laughs> I think that's like the base, you know? and that's what sucks for us is like we have our own black swan event to deal with. Yeah. Um, it, it is, it, uh, you know, the, the FTX collapsing thing happened to all the market, but SBF absolutely dumping on us right now is solely, I mean, you can see it in the price. Everything else is like kind of holding steady, you know, ETH, BTC, all that good stuff, pretty much holding their price. Solana is down 17% on the day. So uh, you can tell we got a market dumper and, uh, probably Sam touching, uh, base on, on us soil. So door want to kick it over to you um what kind of range high do you think we get what kind of meta do you think we have and do we see any threats to solana nfts yeah uh so regarding range highs i'm i'm you guys both know i'm not a ta expert or anything but like i'm not foreseeing any macroeconomic conditions change in the near future so if we could get back between that 30 to 40 dollar range i think we'll be chilling there for a good bit i don't see any massive pumps going on uh, as bad as 2022 has been for Solana, I'm people always quick forget every chain goes through their growing pains, man. ETH went through their growing pains, and I think Solana has gone through its growing pains as well. Multiple shutdowns, freaking SBF screwing the chain over. Uh, it, it, it was a lot, but I think all of this has only made the chain stronger and more resilient. Uh, there's been no more talks about like shutting down. There's no more talks about like body issues because of NFTs. So while all this is sucked, I'm still bullish on the future of the Solana as a chain. One of the best narratives I think we have for NFTs coming up is still gaming. The, I know other chains are trying to execute gaming, but I don't think any of them will be as successful as the ones on Solana because of the chain. Um, we see this in the fact that uh, Tolly is still working on releasing the Solana phone will allow people to have, will allow gaming to, uh, or sorry, will allow ga crypto gaming or blockchain-based gaming to be brought to a wider audience because most people utilize their phones these days. So that's, I think, one of the main drivers or bullish cases for Solana is just uh, scalability of gaming to normies. Um, also pretty bullish on community-based NFTs. Uh, I don't see any, uh, I still think community is one of the best utilities for NFTs. And that's why all the top collections on ETH and, 
in Solana are pretty much community focused. Well, we got uh, apes over there, oh, apes on ETH, doodles. They're not coming out with any tools or anything. It's just pure community. D-Gods, yes, they've came up with SaaS tools and stuff, but it's primarily the community that got them to this point. So, yes, I'm still bullish on community-focused NFTs. And what was the last question, Bison? What's what's your, What do you think uh, the range high is going to be for Solana? Oh, yeah, 30 to like 45-ish. I don't think yeah. it's getting anything out of there. <laughs> hey, hey, but at this point, that's like a three to four X, man. Like, I'll take it. <laughs> like, yeah. if you bought now and it goes to 40, it's a five X. So, yeah, easy um, all day, dog. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, exactly. So, um, Salami, well, what are we thinking over here? Um, you know, as far as looking into 2023, what, what are you foreseeing? Yeah, I think definitely pricing wise, like, I mean, we got to think about it this way. Sam only has so much soul. Uh, they got to stop selling at some point. I don't know when that is because, man, every time we think he's out, they're, <laughs> they're just going down another dollar or something. But um, it, it's got to stop selling at some point. It, it really does. And I think there's going to be people. I saw Big Brain even tweeted out yesterday. He said, hey, if you're a VC and you've got soul locked up to 2025, you know, reach out to us. We'll buy an OTC. Um, um, and I think that there are people that are really interested in soul. And like, you know, when you get uh, FTX Alameda leaving, there's a lot of big shoes to fill, like Joe talked about, as far as market makers and opportunity in this space, but really good um, technology that is developed. And you're going to be able to get it at a really, really cheap cost. So uh, people know about soul, whether that's good or bad publicity um, in, in that sense. So I still think there's going to be a lot of opportunity here. As far as like ranging wise, I'm thinking we go back up maybe in that range that we were in from May to November. Um, that kind of is like that $48 on the top side. The low side was like around 25, mostly around that 30 range though. That's where I kind of see us, us playing back up to. Um, and and I look at it too from like this side. It's like at this point, we have $8 of downside. We, we really can only go down eight more dollars from here. Um, if we go back up to $30 and get in that range, that's like a three X. Um, and that's not even asking for a lot. I don't even care about seeing all time highs or anything like that. Again, we just simply don't need to, we are down so bad at this point that, um, once this, this, this dump and stops from them, like, I really think that the upside of soul will be, it could be one of the highest valued assets of this year, similar to like, you see it, um, in a way where it's, it's never the old coins that kind of have those runs again you had the soul luna avax that was huge but um you know it's never like litecoin or something that's been around a long time that kind of leads the charge for these ones it's the new coins that come in that new technology um but with the way that soul is down so bad i really think it could be one of those that competes for a massive um you know move in the next kind of bull market just dude got pushed completely um inorganically so um that's a that that's gonna be an interesting play. It's kind of like a rubber band. You're stretching back right now, um, and and when it starts to move that way, once we get new buyers that come into the space that are certainly happy to buy at these levels, considering we got people that are happy to buy at two fifty, it's gonna be interesting to see because I think you're gonna have a lot of people scared out of their positions right now um, that uh, that bought a lot higher and uh, probably aren't gonna pull the trigger at some of these low levels, but. You know, I'm sure they'll buy when it gets back up to, to those crazy levels up there. So um, it, it, it's an interesting game right now. You're definitely knife catching. Uh, search, don't dive in and spend money you can't afford to lose. But for us guys that really believe in this chain and, you know, we have a, a multi-year time horizon on a lot of these assets, I think it gives us some really cheap 
sold to kind of play around with and do what we do best, which is uh, trade trade some NFTs. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, um, I think we're all in agreement as far as where I think the range high is going to be. I, I do think it's going to be, like you said, Salami. I'm 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 looking at my green lines on my chart, um, and they're saying I'm reading the tea leaves. I'm reading the tarot cards, right? I I definitely see between uh, 37 and 47. So it really just depends on how much velocity. I think it also depends on how far we go down too. Cause if we do go down to like three to $4, like you're talking a 10 X return back to, uh, to 47, 10 X plus. So um, I think it depends on how much we dump. I honestly, I honestly, I, I hope, I hope we stop dumping here soon. It just feels yeah. like, I mean, if you look at the bottom, um, of, of what I'm looking at right here, like uh, the high sevens or high to mid sevens. It's a 97% decrease um, from our all-time highs. I I think that's the bottom. I I keep, I, I want to keep catching knives. I'm not doing that anymore. I bought yesterday and now I'm down like 20%. So um, actually like 17, but nonetheless, um, yeah, I do think we stop here soon. I think the bleeding stops. I think too many people are calling for three to $4 um, Solana. And if that's the case, dude, all in i'm second mortgaging the yeah. house i'm doing it all dude like i will mm -hmm. i will pull out everything to buy that that cheap cheap salami and and i will continue flipping because mm -hmm. look my head right now is bonking nfts i keep making money on them um even with solana going down uh look if i market sold my soul um i'm still up <laughs> i'm still up in this time frame so yeah. um look if i continue being profitable it's way easier being profitable when the the assets in the green um i just you know, I got to imagine the selling stops here soon, or at least the heavy selling. And then we find our, our low. And uh, from there, it's just a moonshot. So um, it'll probably take a year to play out, guys, too. Like we're saying, uh, 2023 is probably going to be the, the year of finding a range high for a crab market. And then we'll go from like the 10s to 30 to 40 or whatever that looks like. Um, and it's going to be kind of boring, but you could still trade. That's a, that's a 400%, um, swing trade. If you, if you get in at 10, and it goes to 40. So keep that in mind, not financial advice. Like Sami said, as far as meta goes, um, we keep saying that we need our DeFi system healed. And I think it's going to be, a, NFTs that I'm, look, we've already seen utility play off. We've already seen NFT fi start being a thing where we have, you know, leverage plays. We have futures on nfts we have um core coming out in january i think nft5 will continue to be hot at least for the first half of the year um i think we're gonna need more nfts that bridge the gap to DeFi itself and not just nft5 um like the nft financial system um infrastructure we're getting right now is great and i think it'll lead to some sort of DeFi integrated um something to help out with our DeFi systems because I guarantee you so many people in NFTs have not like learned about DeFi. They haven't learned about liquidity pools. Um, the only liquidity pools they know is like Hadeswap or um, the Elixir or anything like that. They don't know about concentrated li liquidity market makers or anything like that. They don't know um, about these uh, pools that you can get swap fees on. And I think when you start having that TVL go up, that's when we start going up. And I think uh, NFTs can be a really powerful tool in order to enable that. So I'm hoping that we see something like that. I know JShep has something somewhat cooking up for education and, and loan platforms. I think something like Sharkify, um, except somehow bridges over to the actual DeFi space with tokens, um, is going to be needed in the future. So I, I think 
something DeFi related. I am bullish on gaming. It's just, look, games are expensive. I think games are like, they are very expensive to develop something that is going to reach out of Web3 and grab people in. Steppen was the closest thing we saw to it. We saw a huge backing. We saw huge profits when they first started taking off. Um, Mike E-Money was posting in the dojo chat. They posted 122 mil in profits uh, for Q2 of last year. That's insane. So they do have runway. And I think more people need to adopt the model that Steppen had where there wasn't a cap. They were making money on these mints. People were using it. Um, it just needs to be in a less of a Ponzi way. Um, mm -hmm. It needs to it needs to have some sort of fun attached to it. So the people like, look, life is Ponzi. I know that sounds so like, like, you know, sixth grade emo right there. Like life's a Ponzi, whatever. But it kind of is. Um, yes. You just need to have people that enjoy the Ponzi in the meantime and not just focus on the returns or anything. So I think games that focus more on the fun that don't cap the player size and um, really make it to where it's seamless. And, you know, the average person who downloads it from the app store doesn't realize that it is uh, blockchain gaming. It'll just be gaming, I think is going to be empowering. So if we see something like that in Solana, I'm all in. But the one thing about Solana and the one thing I hate about it is that we don't incubate well enough um, in terms of we don't have, have like we just lost a ton of people to Polygon, you know, like Polygon is out here buying and who knows if that's going to end well or not. But I would just like to see a little bit more incubation. I would love to see some bigger names step up. Like I love Soul Big Brain coming in and he's like, hey, I'm putting my money where my, my mouth is yeah. who's funding, who can build the best stuff. And we need more big brains and boogles and people backing this system um, if we're going to see a, any chance of gaming in Solana. So. Yeah, um, yeah. If that happens, yeah, I'm right there with you. Well, I'm definitely bullish on gaming for 2023, mm -hmm. especially in a boredom meta. So we'll see. Um, my bet is on DeFi, though. If we're talking about threats, I would say um, SWE is really the only thing that's coming out here in the mm -hmm. next year that I know has gotten a lot of attention from developers on how smooth and, and transition in transition it is to SWE. But I think one of the people that are more technologically um, advanced and and know more about programming and stuff say that our programming language over here is just more robust you can do way more stuff with it so i think eventually we'll still win out i don't see a huge threat from SWE, but i see much yeah. more of a threat from it than aptos like aptos yeah like i think it'll be like one of those narrative wins like people will like initially start using the change of like oh this experience is so smooth blah 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 but then when it becomes that breaking point, you're going to when too many people start using it, you're going to start encountering issues like every other chain that has happened so far. And then how bullish are you when you're uh, when Sweet has to start shutting down or Sweet's fucking messing up. Oh, God, it cursed again. Sorry. <laughs> Sweet starts messing up or something. No, I. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think they're just going to go through growing pains, too. Yep, like everybody else. Um, yeah. I think that's it, guys. Um, yeah. We've we've run about 20 minutes past our normal hour that we normally do. Um, guys, I appreciate your time. It has been a hell of a year, and I know 2023 is going to be even better. I'm excited for it. Um, we will be uh, we'll be continuing doing our, our show every Tuesday, Thursday. We will be talking more alpha on the future shows. If you guys followed our calls last week, um, they have all printed. Liberty Square up massively. Um, yeah, ovals had a nice run Kalanosaurs went up um, pretty much the whole market went up but not everything um, 
and we just happened to pick some of the best winners in that in that market. So yeah, um, rare fud to the to the moon. I know uh, no fluff salami mommy called uh, Liberty Square as well, and um, he's been on ovals. Uh, we've looked at Ape and two together, and that thing yeah. ran for a little bit. Um, it's gonna be wild. So, anyways, I appreciate you guys' time. If you guys want to sign off with anything, make sure you guys are listening to No Fluff Entertainment. They do have a space every day, te- 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the weekdays. Uh, go check out Salami Mommy over there. We're always uh, happy to have them on the show. And, um, yeah, I think that's it. Any closing remarks, guys, before we sign off? Yeah, i like to thank everybody for, like, rocking with us since we started. What, several back in August, man? Time flies. Uh, I feel like we're just going to take off in the new year. I think we finally got our legs under us. We went through a little rare fun growing pains, but we're there, man. Um, so I think we're going to take off in the new year. Shout out to Salami for joining us in our final episode of 2022. Uh, it's great to have you on, man. I loved hanging out with you in Miami, and I'm glad that you decided to join us today, and hopefully you'll join us in the future. But, yeah, man, super excited to be hanging out with Bison and Joe as well. But, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, guys. It's a pleasure. I've always been a huge fan of you guys. I love the alpha. I'm not going to lie. I was a little selfish. I didn't want to tell other people about it because I was literally like, I'm just going to soak in all this alpha myself. Don't want to get my calls from. But seriously, you guys do such a great job over here. You guys have had some some huge weeks and huge months as well. So I think that's a, a testament just that you guys are pretty on top of it in tune with this market, giving out a lot of free free good knowledge to people. So love what you guys are doing. Keep it up, man. Pleasure. Uh, pleasure to be here. Thanks for, uh, for letting me come on. I appreciate it. Salami. Yeah. Well, um, thank you guys, the listeners for rocking with us this entire year. Um, it has been definitely our startup year in 2023. We're coming after it. Um, make sure you subscribe to the channel, hit that little subscribe button. It is free. Turn on the bell notice if you want to know when we go live and when we post shorts too. Dorian uh, has been cooking over there with the shorts we appreciate it make sure you check out all our podcasting platforms apple podcast spotify we are on twitter uh, we do it all for you guys and we do it for free so please go ahead and support the channel however you can that about does it for today's episode thank you so much for listening to rare flood radio in 2022 and the next yeah. time we talk it'll be 23 i'm excited let's get after it you guys have a great rest of your day thanks for tuning into rare flood radio have a good one everybody <laughs>